Well, and welcome into the Sora Data Game Week 429 preview. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on Sora. Joined once again by the man Quinny. Goes by Quinny on Sora. Today, Quinny, we are in the middle of Game Week 428. Few matches have been played, some we won't even talk about. And uh, we have to look ahead to the weekend here. And I'll be honest, I looked ahead very briefly. And all of the teams that we fear of like, man, when so-and-so go off, and if you just like name the big sober team, like Bayern's always one of them, they're all at the top. And it's like, oh, it's going to be one of those weeks and we're going to get in there. <clears throat> but we'll get into it. Thank you to everybody for coming. SR Monkey first in. Um, wow, this is a good one. Kebab Kungan? Kebabakin? 15? I don't know, second? Yeah. You have kebab. one on that, Quinny? <laughs> Yeah, kebab can good. I had to vent with that. All right. And Ricky on the podium. So thank you very much. Glenn, morning, fellas. Woke up to some unwanted Asian Champions League rotation, but the show must go on. So Alexander Grant came off the bench. Makes you feel any better. I had some starters, and they were terrible too. So uh, sometimes you, you get more than you wish for. It's Wilson. Yeah. What's up? And uh, let's see. Sora Holland. Appreciate everybody coming in. Germ is here. Johanneton. Uh, talking about Allison. We'll get into that. Actually. I'm going to start with Allison here because I would like everyone to do me a favor. And I'm not asking you to like the video. Okay. First things first, I'm going to just pull it up right here on the screen. I would like everyone to go onto so rare data and go to the game week center and go to projected lineups. And if you go over to game week 429 and down to the premier league and you select Liverpool, Let's make sure now, Allison. Everybody's saying Allison's gonna be out, but put Kelleher in as a starter if you think he's going to start. Because by the end of the day, if I have any complaints that like the pick scores are all weird because Kelleher's 100% to be benched and nobody did anything about it, I'm gonna be disappointed. I'll just say that I'll be disappointed. It's like what I say to my kids sometimes I'm not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's an old favorite. <clears throat> I was gonna do it right on his player page, but we have his uh the Europa match up on there. So you can't do it right from the player page. But if you could just do me a favor, let's let's go do that. Um a lot about detail right. on the Allison one. Jurgen Klopp was quoted this morning as saying there'll be about two weeks he'll be out. So Oh, is that it? Yeah, I thought that was actually not too bad for a hamstring. But yeah. Yeah, about two two weeks is the Klopp quote of the day. Ooh, okay. There we go. I thought I read like six to eight, but that's always the like, you know, journalist like, yeah, it's a hamstring. Six to eight, always. It's always six to eight. Um, that's actually really good in terms of the month-long competition because he'll be back in time. Although they, you miss out, unfortunately, again, on the um, home game against Fulham. Probably if you bought Allison, that was one of the ones where you were like, here we go. <clears throat> I will say, I looked, speaking of things that I looked ahead on, the top was it the top defender no so i tried to make we'll get into this later because we are going to look at them i tried to make the top premier league special weekly or uh, excuse me winter competition lineup for this weekend Ooh. and virgil van dyke very very close to that team but he's not in it there is a defender who is ranked higher than him in the pick scores for this upcoming game week and we'll get into that in a little bit christopher Ayer. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Mike Batson said goalies can't do anything more than a grade one, grade one hammy strain. So, um, fair. I guess so. I guess so. Um, all right. Now that we have all updated the projected lineups that we all so dearly love, let's get into the matchups. So, like I said, Quinny, 429, oh. Bayern Munich, huge favorite, Real Madrid, huge favorite, Sporting, Leipzig, Liverpool, all the ones with so many cards. Fenerbahce, there's Celtic there. Away, though. Mm -hmm. Man City, a decent favorite against Spurs. I guess the injuries have really just caught up to them. Um, Big time. And then Arsenal against Wolves. I mean, Galatasaray away, PSG away, but they're here. But, man, like, uh, I hate big Bayern weeks. I just hate them. <laughs> yeah. This is, like, wear your best suit to the to the function event, isn't it? You know, it's, it's like exactly everyone's right. getting get, get the best gear out. Where, where is your best stuff this week? Yeah, it doesn't make pretty reading, does it? I do think, like, 
this weekend that we're just left behind was very like lackluster for a lot of players, just actual like on-field performances. And I don't think there's many Surrey managers that had a great you know, game week overall with the weekend as a result. Like I've made the comment earlier somewhere, but like I had like of players, actual rares and above. I think I only had like ten decisives in my club in my club, and Rodrigo got like three of them. <laughs> so it was like I had no notifications at the weekend. There was just like no decisive actions. It felt like um, so. It's weird because we've got the midweek. We've had that crazy weekend after an international break. Yeah. Um, and then coming into this weekend, you know, maybe it's maybe it all spurts out. Maybe we're getting like Bayern winning five now, Real Madrid win four or five, Sporting do three or above. And maybe it's just a, a bonanza week where it's like the scores are incredibly high and a lot of these teams have maybe got out their system something that was left from the weekend before. I know Sporting had a, had cup games last weekend. And so not that those don't, count but they're not i don't think they generally treat them the same as domestic league games or obviously europa um so we'll see what happens um mickey said the the weekend we just had was really high scoring from the so rare stars all-star scores were crazy uh yeah az yeah oh. fair Edigal said had one of my greatest game weeks this past game week fulham stack finished 24th <laughs> oh willian sure <laughs> wow well done man ggs yeah yeah uh, the film game was was bananas. I feel like everyone watched it as well. Everyone had an opinion on it <laughs> afterwards, which is good crack as well. Uh, for such a game as well, like Wolves film, when you see that in Monday mm -hmm. Night Football, you think, oh, who's going to bother with that? You know, <laughs> maybe not. Absolutely nobody um, would bother with that. But uh, it, it was, was all the rage. Yeah. Um, Ricky said Sporting won 8-0 in their cup game. As, as pair. That's what they do, isn't it? Because like the, the the rest of the Portuguese senior division or the the top flight isn't up to much. So when they're playing cup games against the third tier or the second tier or the fourth tier, like you, like you said, like they don't. It's not the same level of competition as even the the top tier. It's a it's a big drop down. You've got to imagine from those scores, especially back up. Yeah, I'm trying to see who they played. Um, they played something called Dumanese. Dumen something. <laughs> Yeah. They played something called a Dumanese. <laughs> Is that not fair? <laughs> Apparently it was football, but it looks more like cricket from the scoreline. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they are in, looks like the, I don't know if the championship of Portugal, Portuguese championship is the second division or not. Heaven forbid we just number them. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Let's dive in to everyone's favorite second division. We've got Bordeaux at home and Birmingham City, which I assume doesn't don't have many cards. Uh, we had a few. Oh, Ali Burke. How about that? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but Bordeaux recently reminted as well. Um, we've got Southampton, Schalke, and Auxerre. Pretty heavily uh, favored leads there. Huge run of homes. Look at all that. Yeah, right. Wow. Oh, that's a list. Finally, Even Hertha are getting in on the home action. <laughs> We've got a big one, St. Pauli against Hamburg. That should be a good one. Friday night, half five. We get your, get your game week off to a flyer there. There you go. Feels like Hamburg play every Friday. Is that a thing? I think Bundesliga two fixtures are like only Friday and Sunday. And you, you get that with, I know Germany do specifically do it. Um, I think Spain do it. A lot of them do it so that if you do support a team that's not in the top flight, you can still like watch the top flight on Saturday or the big game of the weekend, and it's not like you're oh I can't go and see Ornersburg or whatever you're up to, you know. And <laughs> so, so I think that's like it, Germany very clearly moves the goalposts around quite a lot. Like one of the things the German it, it always comes up at the beginning of the season, but in the very first like couple of rounds of the cup, they make it so that it is like Bundesliga teams that play like fifth tier teams, and it's done in such a way to make sure that all the Bundesliga teams that they're always away. So they're, they're playing like what will be like a really glorified friendly yeah. to get their cup thing up and going. And they make sure it's like a, a weed pub team or something. They do spank them 12 nil or whatever. I just but, love that. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, Denmark also do a Friday Sunday split. Um, so you'll never see yeah. me tilting Midgeland on a Saturday. Anyway, <clears throat> um, <laughs> I, I'm, I've become a little more 
critical of these second division teams ever since, was that yesterday? It was yesterday. Yesterday's strategy show with Bob Flynn, Orange Fly on Sorare. What show? Uh, about how, how much he's gotten into it. And so I, we were actually chatting about Andorra here, who I've also talked to Harry Trades and Sam Ty about. And um, for some reason, I still don't have any Andorra. Oh, I have one Andorra card. But um, they have some decent scorers in that team, wh whether they win or lose. So um, who they have there? West There's definitely a budget player out there that when La Liga 2 first came on, went all over Andorra for like a budget like club to adopt and all that kind of thing. I can't remember who it was, but they were quite loud on Twitter for a while. Hmm. Uh, Pre-collection -pre bonuses and stuff like that, because PK owns a bit of them, and there's just a you know, wee bit of narrative going around them and stuff. Um, obviously, uh, Sorare OG, Sergi Samper, running the midfield for them as well. I think yep. he's a looking up the Laird special, isn't he? He was there, and so was... Uh... Yvonne Gill here. He's a U23 who was on set pieces for a little bit. Nice. Not bad. Um, anyway, oh, I'm giving away the secrets for later. Sorry, guys. You weren't supposed to see that. There we go. All right. Um, I don't think anything really jumps out. We got Lester away to West Brom. And West Brom had somebody, was it this past weekend? Why did I care about the West Brom game recently? They played Southampton? Cardiff, that's right. They played Cardiff yesterday and ruined my clean sheet. <laughs> Selfish buggers. Seriously. Um, Mike Basson said, Samper, my first super rare when I thought 55 pounds was expensive for a super rare. I remember. It might, still be, it might be 55 again, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Could be very easily. I think um, like when we first started doing this show on the regular, like the second division Europe was always the part of the show where I was always like, "Oh crap, I've, I've got no idea what's, what I'm going to spend whatever time we give this <laughs> division uh, any cred on." But every week now, when we kind of come into it, it, it is interesting seeing some of the teams that do kind of strike out. And for me, it made listening to Bob even more interesting. Because like, you do see how prominent they are in the SO5 arena. And you do yeah. come across gems all the time. You're like, wow, where's this guy been hiding? You know? So, um, you know, it's definitely way slept on. Maybe not by a portion of this show, certainly. But again, I'd say to anyone listening, like, not everyone that plays Soria, unfortunately, catches all the amazing content that me and Laird make. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's still relatively top secret. Well, maybe it's not top secret. But, um, <laughs> you know, so, like, you know, look at Schalke there. Forward matchup indicator 35, you know, so key forwards for them this week, like cat modes, all-star, under 23s, whatever they've got going on, take your pick. Like, you know, it's, it's you know, striker time. Mm -hmm. Did, who was the guy that, I had somebody from, I won someone from, did he go down with them? I won that Tarod guy that went down That's with them exactly and everyone was. was telling me. Did you win him too? Aye. Watch, look at this price graph. Oh, was it more than six months ago? Look at that. I sold him here and they got uh, relegated. And he just absolutely, I believe, if I remember correctly, and I think somebody told me this in the chat after I sold, that he is the uh, two Bundesliga all time leading goal scorer. Yeah, I get told stuff like that. I was getting it in DMs like, oh, that's a great pool, Quinny. Oh, and da -da -da. I like, listen, I hate Schalke. I'm just, can he do it? Um, I don't think I got on that spike. I must have. I'm on the downward off that somewhere, but got him a wee bit above where you got rid of him. Probably. I pretty much <laughs> was the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. GG's Laird. Anyway, um, enough about Schalke. Who are playing? Who is that? Osnabrück at home. Yeah, Mike Bass said they're in danger of relegation again. Are they really? Are they that low? I thought it was Hertha that were sucking. Is it Schalke? Or is it both of them? That would be pretty wild to see them both. Hertha are just escaping. <laughs> Not many points between them, but... Yeah, five points. Oof. <clears throat> yeah, Mike's right. That's just, that's his level. That's where he should be. That's me just getting impatient. I did no, no research. I just saw he was he had a terrible season last year, and I was like, I don't want this. He's 38 or something like that. I'm like, I don't want any part of it. And they get Same. relegated, and everyone's like, let me buy. Anyway. <laughs> we did foresee that being a dynamic, but, you know, but you just don't know. 
like it came for Dewsbury Hall this summer. Well, I think we kind of felt that happening. Um, and then, yeah, the Tarod one, like obviously the price graph speaks for itself there. But yeah. it was a wee dynamic that we did ha expect would happen, but probably was, it's, it's hard to gauge the first time around, isn't it? Because you don't really know maybe some of the characters, some of the dynamics. Yep. To be honest, there was the possibility of me doing any more research on a 35-year-old recently <laughs> relegated forward. There, it was never going to happen. So props to everyone who knew that. Whoever bought that card from me probably was like, yoink, I'll take that. Um, speaking of Lester, where are they? Here we go. Oh, that was the West Brom one. Right, right, right. A way to West Brom. Anyway, quick look over to Asia. We've got J-League, some K-League, and some Asian Champions League, and a lot of gray badges here. Oof. All right. Yeah. Do you know where Sepahan is? I'm going to say Iran. It seems like an easy one. Yeah. Nailed it. it sounds like Tehran. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so just. They will be traveling to Al Idihad. I'm guessing they will be underdogs in that one. Um, That's a great thing now, by the way, because me and all the Celtic fans around the world got the notification we've been waiting for. <laughs> Jota started for them on Monday, so Marcello Gallardo, we Napoleon's in, and he he likes a bit of Jota, so we've got that Blue Cross utility actually meaning something. There we go. <laughs> all right, With one I game to go. <laughs> <clears throat> and then um, we've got Sarja away to Alf Fossily. That's Saudi Arabia. No, that's not Saudi Arabia, is it? Maybe Qatar? Saudi. Is, no reason to doubt yourself. But uh, Sharjah. That feels like Qatar. UAE. Girl. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Charlie said he just found out that the Asian Champions League knockout games aren't until February, which usually there's a little, even with the Champions League, there's a little bit of a break anyway between group stage and knockouts. So um, we have That's dueling uh, stack cheerers here. Haber says, let's go San Freche, but Ricomon said, me with my Vispa stack as they play each other. Um, Ooh. At least it's a home. Both game. goalkeepers are looking really good on that matchup indicator for San Freche 16, right? and then for a Vispa, it was 20 or something. Um, <laughs> I will say so, that uh, Tuggy, who is a San Freche stacker as well, collection uh, owner, has made multiple points that goalkeeper, like he said that last week, I think it was last week when they were against Gamba, and he was like, don't sleep on Higashiguchi because they play, like San Freche just sending these like little dribbler shots that like barely make, but like the goalie gets it. It's a save. Maybe he dives for it and it didn't work. Higashiguchi was terrible, but um, maybe it works for this guy. made that point before that goalkeepers against San Freche are not bad. And so that, that <sighs> matchup indicator certainly shows that. Um, <clears throat> Patagol said it's the last game of the season what? in Japan. So a lot of teams on vacation are focusing on the Champions League if they have it. Um, Muhammad said antlers for the win, which the sports books certainly think that against Yokohama FC. Um, yeah. There are plenty of uh, antlers cards out there. I guess they're not. It is a weird one this, this week with like we have Kawasaki Frontale away, Yokohama Marinos away, Vissel Kobe away. Last game of the season, not much going on. I wonder how much. Pain we'll see when people are like, oh, I had this great lineup, but so-and-so who always starts didn't start. And so <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah, looking at the league table, and uh, I just I know Kobe had won the league, but I was just wondering if anything else is up for grabs. Third place is still undetermined. Uruma, who, of course, want to be in continental competition, are in fourth at the moment, one point behind Hiroshima. So Hiroshima, oh, that's, 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 that's San Frecce. That's who we're talking about. So... They really need to do a number on a Vispa who are in sixth. They can't really do anything, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But Uruma, having played midweek, they can't really, there's no time to rest for them. This is, you know, the last game of the season, like you were mentioning. So 
I don't know who they've got, but they've got to be throwing the kitchen sink at it. They are and way hoping too for a Poro. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> and then I think they play again next midweek as well. And then they're Champions done. League. That's the Champions yeah. League, yeah. Um, San or Sewer Josh says San Frecce subbed in their older goalkeeper last game. Don't know if he may start. That was a home game, last game of this or his last game. I believe he's retiring. Quinny, I've had I have a level twenty uh, card of that guy. Oh really? Third. So when I joined So Rare, way back when, they were they gifted me. Oh, yeah. three cards and he was one of them a non-playing goalkeeper so i could enter a lineup and i still have it and yeah he got on got on yesterday or yesterday last weekend got his 26 points or whatever it was and i was like oh there he is and now he'll retire um Johannesson said do we think higashiguchi plays another season so somebody shared with me the other day that jun ichimori is going to go back to gamba he has been at yokohama yokohama um <clears throat> so he was the third keeper last year. That's why they let him out on loan. Higashiguchi and Kosi Tani were ahead of him. Tani is now gone. And he's in the second division in Belgium or the Netherlands? On loan. On loan, right. So to answer your question, Yohanneton, I have no idea. But I also do have a level 20 Higashiguchi. <laughs> Oh, when I came, see when I came on to that as well, the first uh, bit of news that did come up on the J-League is Juan Mata targets first of many titles with Vissel Kobe. So, is he there already? Or is he... Yeah, well, aye, Juan Mata's been playing there that? all season. Did you not Get notice? Out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's played that much. I don't think he's been that good, but <clears throat> he's saying first of many. So he'll be he'll be doing a, a Cicinha, I think. He'll be living his best life out there for a while. Or an Iniesta even. I don't believe you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Does he have cards? It should have from maybe Galatasaray or something. Oh, he just goes by Mata. Get out. I had absolutely no idea. Has he even played for them? Let's see. <laughs> First of many titles he's targeting. Fair play, man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I had some more than that if he's picking up a medal and <laughs> doing pictures. <laughs> um, I think he starts at the weekend. <laughs> maybe. Really, maybe. glory hog it in. <clears throat> Mike Bassett said, all it took for Kobe to win was to make Iniesta retire. <laughs> oh, man. I'll be gutted. Man, all right. Anyway. We've gotten well ahead of ourselves here, or well behind, excuse me. The Chani's here. Hello, friend. Um, all right, that's enough for Asia. I don't even think we talked about anything. Um, oh, the Penthes season. LDU Quito at the top, 73% yeah. chance to win. Next highest is LAFC amongst minted teams who are home against Houston in the uh, MLS playoffs. And who is that? Columbia? No, Peru, Chile, Liga Pro is Colombia, or is that Peru? I get that wrong every time. Colombia. All right. Is Peru not playing? Maybe I should just accept that, that Peru's probably not playing right now. Let's see. We've got, oh, Delphin. Always like them with their logo. Man, yeah. there's a lot of All teams that are covered and not licensed. Jeez. And then, yeah, Columbus. Wait a minute. Did we skip Cincinnati? Oh, yeah. Here we are. FC Cincinnati, home favorite against Columbus Crew. And a little tough one for Barcelona this week. And yeah. For, yeah. These are just names to me. Wow. Corinthians. Oh, at- we don't have odds here. I was like, wow, that's really low for Corinthians. But um, And then, yes, Liga MX we have no odds for yet, which is a little disappointing. But yeah. Tigres, San Luis, America, Monterey, Leon. I was looking at the opponent for uh, De Quito there, and this is the end of the second stage of the league. I've heard the Penfest trying to explain the Ecuadorian league, um, so I don't, I'm don't. i not going to pretend that I know anything, but it seems to be the end of the second stage. And the team they're playing has had six matches away from home. They've lost four, drawn one, 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 in which time they've only scored two goals, conceded 10. 
So, yeah, LDU Tequito at home. It's a very home favourite league, but they've not conceded a goal in seven games and they've scored nine. So, should be a solid 3 0 win or something. goalkeeper has been on like an absurd run here. Yeah. I think it's Caps. Wow. What a sneaky pickup he was. Yeah, and the only these DMPs were, yeah, he doesn't play for Ecuador. But man. Not bad. Yeah. We have three two more. Is this playoffs, maybe? Maybe like we wouldn't know them already. It says Liga Pro, yes. It must be something in the league. Some sort of game. Yeah. Independiente Valley. They are currently six. Maybe they won this first stage or something. So maybe it's like first stage winner and second stage winner play each other or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, League MX does that. Do they? Yeah. yeah. No. Mike Baston with the correction that Liga Pro is Ecuador, neither Peru nor Colombia. Oh. Thank you, Mike. Oh, man. Rafael Romo. Where is he? He's this one, or is he this one? The bottom one, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think he's that one. Or is it the... I don't think he's playing Barca. Maybe he is. Oh, he is playing Barca. I was, I'm a former Rafael Romo card owner. I was so close to buying him when he made that move to the team he's at, because it feels like, oh, you should just walk into that team. He's a professional goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean, going back to playing this division, like, um, but I bottled it. And I don't think it was that bad a decision at first. So I don't think he walked straight into that team. I think it took him a while to actually, like, get consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, yeah. there was a wee bit of pain at first. So, but, yeah, he's doing pretty well as well. Yeah, that's worked out. It was well. a good one to watch out for. Like, United, that didn't work. Yeah. That was just a straight disaster. One clean sheet. In 13 starts. Oof. All right. Um, somebody made a comment. Let's see. Recommon said that feels too high for LAFC. I mean, it. Yeah, at home. Yeah. Like playoff situation, you know. Playoff situation is it, there at home. Yeah. Is this one dead off game or is this a two legger or what are we doing this time? I thought it was one. Um, let's see. I was fairly certain it was one. Conference, finals, two games. Dead wrong. All right. Let's see. If the score is tied at the end of regulation, they do extra time and then penalties. The score of a conference final game is tied at the end of... So I guess they do that for either leg? That seems weird. Hmm. Sorry, I was reading on a different screen here. No, that's cool. If anybody really wants to dive in. Here you go. <laughs> These are the conference the new, finals. The New Testament of MLS. <laughs> yeah. 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 They'll change it next year, so don't you shouldn't even worry about what <laughs> this is now. Andy. Why, why are you telling us it's two games or one game? This is February. Yeah, two games. Single elimination game. What are we doing here? Oh, two games total. So one in each conference. Man, that is a stupid way to say that. Single elimination match hosted by, okay, Quinny, one match. Thank you, Andy and Rico Mon. No thanks to, Don, yeah, to Garber here, who's making, whoever posted that is. Anyway, all right. Still think it's not that high, home game. Yeah, it probably will be much more if it is one game. You know, it's probably less to read into. Oh, you still got the whole, you still got the away element of it, but it's um, if it's a one-off game like this, it's the playoffs. It's make or break for the season. Obviously, Houston, Houston, for me, being a wee bit removed from MLS this year, have probably made more waves than LA have this year. From you know, from where I'm sitting, certainly. So, yeah, they're probably yeah. Look at that, big man's leading the charge. Not quite as great away. Still good. Yeah. Still good. Not quite as good. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's get this Juan Mata stuff out of the way. All right. 
Sorry, we're going very slow on these other ones. Sporting, we all love to see. Yep. Man, a lot of uh, Scandinavian teams up top and not a lot of cards. Um, let's see. Amongst licensed teams, I'll count Sporting because they have been licensed, but technically they're not now. So Fenerbahce, Celtic, Galatasaray, Salzburg. Let's see who else we have. Antwerp. We're all like... Zagreb, split. I'm trying to see. Is the Eredivisie off this week? No, they're not. They're just not that. I wonder why they're. <laughs> like, I was like, where's AZ? Where's PSV? Heronveen, let's go. Yeah. Ajax away. Wow. It's really not. Here's AZ's away to Utrecht. Twenta's away to Go Ahead Eagles. Besiktas away to oh that's the Haber team and Kagaru is that is that a Haber team is he backing into them and Kagaru <clears throat> Gank Gent Ooh. that won't be confusing at all oh Yupin Kortrike where there it is Feyenoord PSV okay that's why <sighs> that's why they're not at the top simple as that. Um, yeah, that's good. Do so, Mickey said Celtic play nine of the next 10 game weeks. That is crazy. You did mention this a few weeks ago that everybody like makes a big deal about the congested Premier League fixtures, and you were like, don't sleep on Scotland. Yeah, and here they are. Here we go. All right, that's going to make up for the mire that we've had in the Champions League. So, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, we've had domestic bliss comes back. But um, no, I no idea with some of the positions who will play at the weekend, and uh, like generally, challengers quite open. Like yeah. so much of the Dutch league, there are like are like because some of the teams that those powerhouses are playing are some of the budget stacks. That's why they're not great games because those teams are doing no bad. Like NEC were there and uh, go ahead. I know some people are backing them this year as well. So like that's like almost a full division that's normally at least got two characters that we see in the top ten. If not yeah. one, certainly in the top three. So yeah, we've been more open. Um, yeah, I, I say Salzburg are quite hard to back this year. I don't think many people are doing so. But Sporting, Fenerbahce, Gala, Celtic, and I don't know about Antwerp. Maybe there's some stacks there. But Zagreb certainly then come into the top five there. They've been it's, so uh, so hit or miss this season. Zagreb, the lineup's been all over the place. But yeah, we got Bruges. Hadjik split. They they might have a backup goalie this week. I believe Suchit, or Lucic got hurt, um, but I don't think that's not a hundred percent that he's out. So, and then oh oh, and then Nigel Head. Here we go. Huge, and that'll be Viborg they're playing then, and I, I think they are. Yeah, stinking. <clears throat> this is their last yeah. game before their ten year break in between winter break. <laughs> It's it's a killer, Quinny. I think they're not, they're not back until. I think it's the is it the first week of February. I hate to say it; it might actually be longer. Um, oh, but the table then it was tight. So Bromby were the one of the top teams there in the terms of the fixtures this week. They're playing bottom of the bottom of the table herbivore. I'm going to call them. Mm-hmm. So they, that should be three points for Bromby. Call. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so that's Bromby on their way to 34 points. So Copenhagen might have, we'll see how they do tonight, uh, away to Bayern. Are they away? I think they're away. Uh, so yeah, you know, Midgeland will definitely be motivated uh, to, to go and get the three points here. Oh, is that you, know, you want motivation? Yeah, we've got a derby and they hate each other. Oh, that'll be good, man. Just need to maybe watch out for a few cards. If there's a guy that loves a foul, maybe avoid him this week. Uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. But I great motivation for the, the Midgeland guys, for sure. Forza Midgeland this week. Anyway, um, but yeah, first of February they come back, and then the last game of the season before their groups before, before they do some sort of split yeah. is my, it's my birthday, St. Patrick's Day. So it's hey, a funny, there we go. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a sweet St. Patrick's Day end of season party for somebody maybe. And as a Midland su- new what? supporter and collector, I'm I'm very torn because they are playing better than they were earlier in the season, and. 
But the reason they were so good at the end of last season is because they were in the relegation playoff and not the championship playoff and the relegation playoff. Like they were at the top of the relegation playoff. It's like exactly where you want them to be. And they're doing too well for that this year. So I need them to drop some points when I don't have cards in good lineups. And then uh, hopefully, hopefully we get that. And that's right, Johanneton, when the league's back, hopefully we get Michael Doolin back. That would be, we need, we need it. Um, Champier, Bayern, Madrid, Leipzig, Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, PSG. Jeez. (laughs) All the boys. Brentford, home against Luton. That's going to be the popular one for the Premier League. Uh, competition, I'm sure. Everyone who bought cards yeah. for that will want them. Fiorentina, Lazio. Man, it's a lot. Yeah. How about Leverkusen being pretty firm favorites again at home against Dortmund? I think that's form, actually. Decide. And because like Le- uh, Leverkusen are away to Hacken in Sweden yeah. or something on Thursday, so they're just sending out the B team, you know, to that. So they don't need to worry about anything. Dortmund played last night against Milan, so there's... um. Yeah, Leverkusen are probably going to come into this game in slightly better uh, fighting shape. But Dortmund were good at the weekend, by all accounts. I didn't catch, um, uh, pardon me, against AC Milan and at the weekend. So it's going to be a great game to watch. I don't think anyone will be missing it if you're watching a game this weekend. That's probably one of the best ones for the neutral because they're both... Like, Leverkusen really need to stay top of the league. They can't. Like Bayern are starting to gain that ground back. And, you know, this is a... If you're going to win the title, this is a game you need to get the points. It feels very much like last season. Didn't Dortmund lead most of the season and then Bayern just snuck up on them at the end? Like they're they're just lurking if they're not at the top. And so the one club I wanted to ask you about because we're, we'll get into what, well, I'll get into why now. So Celta Vigo, decent favorite at home against Cadiz. Cadiz with a David Gill in goal. He's the L15 from this midweek. He's a 28 for the weekend. How do you feel about that? Well, Celta Vigo don't score a lot of goals, I know. Um, they do create some chances, it must be said, but let me just go and check the stats. 14 goals in 14 games, they're in the bottom three. And there's like they do need the points, they do need a win. And wouldn't you just know when they go and play a backup goalkeeper, maybe that's the game they get their act together, maybe score a couple. So maybe a wee bit of buyer beware from that perspective, but in terms of all the statistics on the paper, like no team, sorry, two teams have scored less, three teams have scored less than Celta Vigo in the league which isn't many. So, like, yeah, they don't present a goal threat on form, but they're really, you know, they're in a really desperate position. They really need the points badly. So mm-hmm. I think on paper, the logic is absolutely sound, but I don't know. Are Celta Vigo at home? Who's at home in that one? Yeah. Celta. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. It depends. Because they've been really boring. They've been really quite boring uh, to yeah, watch. Yeah, said six times they've been blanked, nine times one goal or less, and only scored three plus twice. Celta Vigo. Yeah. I mean, also a 17 uh, opponent score. Maybe it's still, it's just a new Gill in town. That's all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Johanathan likes Kelleher over Gill, which matchup wise, certainly, certainly. Yeah, I could go along with that. Um, yeah, I think Celta uh, Vigo could uh, like because of the way La Liga is, it could be nil nil that game. Like that could that that could roll out not too unfeasibly, you know. But it's just the sods law part of it where it's like, well, wouldn't Celta Vigo score four goals against a backup goalkeeper? You know, like wouldn't that be the game where they turned up? You know, kind right. of thing. So that's just the only wrestle I have with it. But I say on paper, it's absolutely sound. You know, Celta Vigo is has more upside. Which seems weird since we just saw the upside of Gill there um, playing against Fulham because they concede so many shots. But are they really going to concede that many shots to Fulham? I think they could. I think the problem is with Kelleher is the clean sheet or not. You know, I think you need the clean sheet for the play to be worthwhile. And that's the decision you're making between both of them is who's likely. Like, and then, then you're in the realm of imagine neither gets a clean sheet. Who might still be respectable? You know, that's probably the second thought you want to take yourself into. But the first one has to be who genuinely could hit 70 between the two of them. And Kelleher, I can see him make, you know, if Liverpool get a clean sheet, would he make two or three saves along the way? I suppose he would. If Cadiz get a clean sheet, that guy will need to make about six saves or seven. Because at home, St. Vigo will get some set pieces. They will get some shots away. And yeah, so I don't know if the upside's better for Kelleher. I think there's probably more risk. Because if Kelleher does lose a clean sheet, 
Liverpool might only concede three or four shots to Fulham. That's going to get you at 42. The Cadiz guy's probably still going to concede six or seven shots. That might get him to 52, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's that's the kind of way I would think about it and wrestle it. That's fair. Glenn says, Allison saves our bacon every week. We concede so many chances. So if okay. that's the case, is Kelleher also going to make those saves? And while we're on the subject of Kelleher, I'm going to bring this up again. If everybody right now, instead of liking the video, <laughs> I mean, you can like the video too. These are two things you can do. I love that reverse psychology earlier. Like, I'm not asking you to like the video. And then just you move past it. I thought, that's a good one. I like that. Good move. <laughs> now I'm asking you to like the video and go in and put in Kelleher as the starter for Liverpool this week. Now, again, oh, we've got some movement here. I love it, people. How many do we have now? Four. Come on. Come on, guys. Go in. Put Kelleher in. We all know Leno's injured on that screen, by the way, as well. I think I did we, that. Leno, is that something I've seen as well? When I seen that icon, I was like, oh, yeah, is he injured? No surgery. No surgery. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound uh, like out of date. You know, like sometimes you see on this, it's like muscle injury from August, and it's like he's played yeah, five yeah. games. <laughs> you know, that seems pretty current. Little uh, mask time. Andy said he's fine. Oh, he's fine. Okay. And with a better looking nose. Oh, that is God. out of date, Andy says. Oh, fair enough. Then we'll put him in too. See? Oh my God. Look how easy that was. Fantastic. Come on, guys. Let's help help everyone out here. Anyway, <clears throat> let's go to pick scores. Because I don't want to talk about Bayern Munich anymore. Um, <laughs> what do you know? Early yeah. Allen is up. Has, it has to be. Benton Cures come in to be the replacement for Madison, and now he's injured. So, mm -hmm. like... Tottenham will have Basuma and Romero come back into this game, but like they've still obviously not got Madison, they've not got Benton Cure. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. No, I think, you know, otherwise it'll be kind of the same team you've seen at the weekend. Maselso, I don't know what happened with that Pape Sar. He was a DNP from the weekend, and there didn't really seem to be any concrete heads up on it. I think that surprised people that might have played him. So you're maybe looking at like, I don't know, Maselso skip in Basuma in midfield or something like that. Maybe Kulisevsky played kind of centrally at the weekend. I don't know if they might stick with something like that, but it feels like Tottenham are like really needing a January window. Um, and Man City, quite frankly, couldn't care less. Uh, you know, they played Leipzig last night and, you know, they went 2-0 down. It was a dead rubber of a match. They still came back and won 3-2, you know. So, you know, Man City are just going to... And I went to Man City Tottenham last year thanks to Sorare, the kind of community get-together thing we had. It was at the Tottenham mm -hmm. Stadium. Tottenham beat Man City 1-0. So there's definitely a wee bloody nose affair between between the two recently enough. So Haaland is killing it. Triple A pick at 61 points. I think with the, the holes in midfield and defence, like this might be a game Haaland gets AA. That's what I would think about this match. You know, he might, you know, get some AA on top of his decisive. So even with, you know, two goals, maybe he could finish on an 85 or something. <clears throat> and Doku didn't start in the midweek. Did he even play yesterday? I don't think he. I don't know if he played, but theoretically so. he starts this one. And yes, Doku behind the Spurs high line. Yeah, I can hear the end of it from Sean. Oh, there's uh, the Quito goalie up here has a triple A. Surely, love it. Seventy-one points. That's quite a statement. <laughs> For real. I suppose it's all star, isn't it? That's just his L fifteen. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, yeah. yeah oh, I, see yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Cap, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Shosasaki and Mbappe. I know those guys. Let's see. Love it. Good Ethan Pinnock up there. <clears throat> Here's the uh, top defender in the Prem for this upcoming game week. Ethan Pinnock. Pinnock's one of my favourite um, bang budget pound for pound for points kind of guy. Plays a lot of time for Brentford and a really solid centre back. And again, looking at this Premier League competition, a lot of people look, would have looked at that Luton fixture, and that's the sort of game where he maybe even gets a goal in as well. You know, he he, he can be kind of peaky. So uh, it's nice to see him catch the eye up there, and amongst some of these guys like Otamendi's and Acardi's and Tadiches and and whatever. For sure, for sure. 
And then you just love to see Paulinho. Um, <clears throat> let's go to quick. I'm only rushing through this because I want to get to the Premier League ones as well, but I don't like to ignore the... Oh, it's, I didn't even notice that scale snuck in there ahead of Haaland. Um, Haaland replaces so him with, when we go to U23 here. Um, who is Madrid have? Is that Granada? Mm. Yeah. That's a good one for Rodrigo, I think. Fire on form at the moment. Yeah. Dishing out. <laughs> he's, he's getting wide with Messi and everything, you know, in international duty. He's getting... He's getting his swagger on, you know. He's becoming his own, his own uh, character in that sense, you know. So, you find that with these big players when they're playing, like he's also playing next to Vinny, who's also like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Charmian, Charmian and Charmander. You know, they're just like further evolutions of each other, like two years on kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know. And like, obviously, he's out of the team now, and so I think that could be a really good one. Also, I'm quite biased because I'll have one playing this weekend, but yeah, he's hitting really good form. L five or seventy seven. Really stands out. He'll be getting AA in this match, no problem at all. And then hopefully it's multi decisive. But yeah, and Bleno is up there. And Mitsuta, we've mentioned that game before Somerville. I think we mentioned Leeds. Some mm -hmm. good some good forwards. And the forward category is yeah, normally the one right. in under 23 that's quite uh, light. Yep. Is Verts hurt? Maybe. Uh, so the. I think he did come off the last 10 minutes with a bang or something. And I think he's A-OK, -okay, but they're not going to even take him to Sweden or something like that because they oh, want okay. him to play Dortmund. Yep. I think he'll be fine, but do check on it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so <clears throat> somebody shared, I think tagged me in the tweet, they did one of those like Premier League name pronunciation videos. And Brian, I always thought this was Buemo. Cause I thought the M was like silent, but I, now I've like forgotten what he said, but it like, wasn't Wemo. I'm trying to remember what it was. I've heard the radio say it before. It is weird. I can't remember it either. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, let's just see the quick goalies. I seen the one for Mark Guy. Have you seen his one? Burmo. I'm seeing his right. name. Yeah. Burmo. Thank is you. that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Burmo. I was like, there's no see the guy plays for. Yeah. Who were you saying? Which one? Uh, the guy that plays for Palace, the centre back. I say I'm saying his name wrong, so you know who I'm talking about. But it's Guy, or you know, it's like the guy that plays next I to Anderson. Yeah. I so the way you say his name, it's if you're a Scottish person, you just say Gay. Oh. <laughs> but if you're not Scottish, you need to say it. Obviously, you need to pronounce those kind of bits at the end, you know. But if you're Scottish, it's, it's that's the way you say it. <laughs> I feel like he's putting a Scottish accent on when I heard it. You know, I was just like, <laughs> there you go. Um, <clears throat> Goalkeepers. Yeah. There's a lot of them, man. A lot. Of, a good run of home set as well for some of them. Yeah. You got some sneaky ones like Harry Trades' his favorite pander here. Um, we all love a pander. That's a lot. That's a lot of double A and above. Oh, yeah. U23 goalkeepers. For sure. Chevalier got a great fixture there at home at Mets as well. Sherpin, mm -hmm. Trubin, big boy Fafana. I'm not sure if that Fafana game is as good as that makes out because he's playing Chino's team. I don't think they're bad. Maybe, are they bad? Chino's team? I thought they were okay. Um, Maybe it's good for a goalkeeper to play them. I don't know. Didn't think I was looking at this team yesterday. Do they have a. Wasn't like Chino? Don't lie. They <laughs> uh, said eighth. I don't know, bad. No, I suppose Andre's a second, but yeah, so still. And it, but it's. I mean, he's uh, Fafana's away. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't feel like it's. I don't know. Has he been scoring really well? The goalie can have good form. <laughs> Okay, oh. I get it. McBride loves that guy. Oh, yeah? The Fafana. Yeah, Fafana and Diouf. McBride loves a pair of them. Mm -hmm. Gosh, those were... I can see why now. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> all right, I'm going to dive into the Premier League quickly. So there are a few different things that you can do for the, for the Premier League competition. So obviously, because the um, winter special or whatever we call it is capped 
meaning a cat mode, um, yep. the L15 is going to take play a big role in it, just like cat 220 <clears throat> or 240, oh, 220. Um, <clears throat> so Burnley are home against Sheffield United. And obviously with three defenders who have sub 37 L15s that are going to start, those are scores are so bad, but expectation that they will do well. So these guys are pretty high up and Erling Haaland, there were the 61. And yet it's like a perfect, um, wow. Experiment. Yes, it is. Yeah. Literally. Perfect. Full web there. Yeah. <laughs> Full web indeed. Um, However, again, so these are just based on their cap. So obviously the cost efficiency. So if, you know, Burnley get a clean sheet, Vitinho scores 40. That's nearly double his L15. So that's pretty good. Um, but what I have been doing is if you go to the Premier League Amateur, which is not a capped mode, even though it's a cap, it's a, a full team cap and not your lineup cap. Um, so these are the kind of the top plays. So if you see like Halland is the top forward, Pinnock is the top defender. I think, yeah, Saka is the top midfielder and Emiliano Martinez is the top goalkeeper. So if you wanted to, I, so I put this together, where was it? Ooh. This is basically the top guys at each position and then the top value play of the week. And this comes in at a cap of 263 points. Wow. Made to cook. So that's that. We did a little bit further research and I didn't actually pull this up. But the way that you can adjust it for to get like the highest score is let me see here. It's actually not. Who is the extra? Oh right, here we go. So you still get. So this is basically the highest pick scored based uh, while filling the cap as much as possible. And I can't believe yep. this name I'm about to put in here. Oh, he's back. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> it is criminal we've not got Premier League cards for him yet. Oh, I didn't even check the new faces yesterday to see who came out. Oh, yeah. But this is the other possibility. This is like based on pick scores and cap and the most that you can get out of it. This is the lineup. Martinez, let me double check that. Martinez, Pinnock. Souza, Hallen, Martinelli. Yeah. And uh, we nice. did see Martinelli was quite high here. Yeah. Like he's the second highest forward right ahead of Brian Bermo. Thank you, Mike Gaston again. Um, who's ahead of Salah. Wow. And then, of course, the never doubted John McGinn here as the second highest midfielder. Who would ever win that Good card? Scores. I think Brian Burmo is uh, the man to take, but L1559 against Luton at home, he's definitely going to get a decisive or something. He's a really nippy player. Yeah, he is. I've seen anything from Brighton, he's like, he's tidy. Um, you're kind of getting, I guess, the. Yes. You're hoping he brings in that 75 plus, you know, but he can do it, man. Double decisive. I mean, it's a, these last two have been tough fixtures. Like, yeah, playing at Anfield and then home against Arsenal is very different than playing home against Luton. Yeah, totally. He's a good play. I like that a lot. Even Sheffield sure, like, United uh, in two games time. Well. Yeah, I mean you get two bites out of him. Uh, this is the match. Isn't this one not included? This is a midweek match. Do I remember oh, Brighton it? had? A, I remember Brighton had a few matches that weren't counted. I think that might be one of them. Um, I forget, but yeah, right. There was ones that were taken out. Like, I think rescheduled ones from previous game weeks or something. Something like that, yeah. Um, Hamer at 48 is brilliant as well, but uh, against Burnley. I know Burnley are probably, you fancy Burnley over Chef, but I don't know, man. I, I would be surprised if, you know, I, I know when you've picked the best team there on camp, Vinny's made it. I wouldn't be surprised if, Chef did get a result in that game. Like I've not seen Sheffield United in a, but a month or two, but I remember early season watching them once or twice. And I thought, you know what? The manager had made some excuses about refereeing or it, it, some bad stuff had happened. And I'm normally lose a wee bit of 
respect for people when they do that, unless it's like Gary O'Neill, because I think at that point Wolves are, you know, they've been robbed blind. But anyway, I thought if you, I think they've got some players. I think they've got some, I think they've got more mineral in them than they do, than Burnley do. You know, yeah. with the likes of Norwood and, you know, uh, Archer up front. And, you know, they've got some bits and bobs. I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Chef is the play rather than Burnley. I think someone else in the comments might have said uh, Brad Craig is on the same wavelength as me, I think. Um, but, yeah, Big Hamer at 48 could be decent. I don't know what Vinny Souza's cap was. Vinny Payne. Uh, Vinny was 39. Yeah. yeah. Bad cheap. So I look at the Hamer between Fernandez and Sobislai and Rodrigo. Oof. And I had a Declan Rice and Enzo and Foden. Like, that's what this game is all about. Um, very, very good company. Yeah. Yeah, those are nice ones. Those are nice ones. So, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, if you guys want to use, like, that's what I've been using, kind of a combination of those. You get the best values there. Actually, we, I guess we didn't look at Cap 240. Let me do that quickly. Uh, I was going to say 220 would be a wee fun one. So no 220 is a the spice of life now for everyone. <laughs> I unfortunately had a pretty good game week last week in limited and super rare that I'm like, oh, I guess I need to really care about it. And uh, yeah, there's Noppert whose price has just skied since then. Gary Cackle, Kegelmacher. Oh yeah, good one. And he plays, wow. <laughs> he plays here. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, wow, indeed. Red. Red, so he read he got a red, missed that game, had a 44, and then the red in the next game, so he had to miss that one, and then back to back penalties conceded. I hope somebody like checked in on that guy, made sure he was all right, you know, like after you know, mate, are you all right? Like, <laughs> Gary, talk to us, Gary, come on, they're like heavily favored this week, though, like they were near the top of the. Hold on, where did that go? Um, I thought they were. Yeah, they're right here. No, right here. Chad Jackson's the only here. That's a great one. He's got defender. The Gaddy chat. Anyway, uh, yeah, Heron Bean near the. T uh, all, everybody likes Heron Bean. Yeah. Is that Vitesse? Yeah. It's just all kind of normal after that, isn't it? There's yeah. no, not too many funky ones. No. But I'm sure there'll be a few more that come out. The woodworks over this midweek as well, perhaps, maybe with some injuries or even just with like team news and stuff like that. Everyone will be, you know, everyone's looking out for those consequences, you know, <laughs> those, or oh, the guy suspended. So this our guy's in, you know, kind of idea. Mm -hmm. I got my DNP zero. My guy played uh, for Super Bear 220, Santi Bueno. It was a DNP zero, and he played for Wolves. Unfortunately, only finished with 30 points because they considered three goals. But he did play good, you know. It made me, you know it was, I was quite glad it came off. But I like the look at, oh, Gary there. But we need to make sure Gary's all right because that's uh, 80p, 70p for unlimited. That's not bad. Right? 27-rated <laughs> defender. I mean, if you don't want to punt with a, you know, trying to find a goalie, that that's tempting. I wonder if his... Um, if the midfield, let's see how many. Oh, so most of his cards are defender cards. So yeah, ADP. Do you think the cheat code midfielder card will go for like two pound or something? I wonder what he like when he would have even had. Does he have like really old cards? Let's see. Ooh. Gary. Here they are. They're kind of random though. Where random? Like, wait a minute. Are these the same? Yeah, there's like there's a mixture of midfielders in there and defenders on the same seasons. No, uh these are hold on. Let me take 2018 off. I think it's just 2019 that he has midfielder cards. No, no, I see both there. Oh, you're right. Both seasons is mixed. Yeah. And prepare huh. one of each. Do you think they did that for people they didn't know about? Like, is this guy a mid? I don't know. Just do one of each. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a mess. Anyway, 
There's your cheat code for the week. How about that? Um, thank you to everybody for joining. If you could please like, subscribe. Now I'm asking you to like the video. I asked you to there do some work earlier. In fact, I'm going to ask you to do it again. If you have any problem, if you see anything that looks a little wonky with the projected lineups, just go in, put in a projection. Helps everyone. Everyone always says like, oh, people are just copying the last ones. If you are the last one and you are right and everybody copies you, we all benefit from better lineup projections. So um, I'm going to be on this for a while. So just to warn everyone, you're going to get really annoyed at me constantly saying this, but I'm going to keep doing it. But at least now you know. So thank you, everybody. Quinny, thank you for that. And um, everyone, good luck this weekend.